Hi everyone, so I am lucky to be joined today by two of our mental health field nurses. Um, we've got Danielle and Claire with us today. Danielle is a second year and Claire is a third year. Do you want to say hi guys? Hi, I'm Danielle. Hello, I'm Claire. So we've got these guys here today to talk about mental health nursing and coming into mental health nursing. So what was your route into mental health nursing and, and you know, how did you get your first steps into this field? Um, mine was initially, I worked in a pub eating for over 20 years. That's, so that's quite a lot of relevant experience. It is. Me? And my whole perspective is I love working with people mm-hmm. and I've did it for such a long time. Um, and I just, I think because I've worked in a pub for that long, it helped us build and enhance my communication skills so I can hold a conversation and I can talk for England. Yeah. So <laughs> You're born here, don't you? I yeah. was, yes. So I think that was a good skill to have. Um, and then unfortunately the pub I worked in closed down. So then I thought, well, what can I do next? And I thought, well, I'm quite good with people. I never shut up. So one of the good things I thought would well, come with that would be to go into nursing. But obviously at the time I didn't really know which field to go into. So you're so, saying you would have been middle of, middle of lockdown probably yes, when you were having uh-huh. these thoughts and conversations. Yeah. So obviously um, we, my first initial step was to go back into education because obviously I've been out of education for such a long time. Mm-hmm. So then I did me level three at Sunderland College in mental health. Then that enabled me to do me level four, which was healthcare for practice for England. Um, and that gave me the skill, the education I needed to then apply for the degree for nursing. And obviously, while I was on my course for the HNC, there was a lot of girls who wanted to go into nursing, some adult, obviously, and some with mental health. And obviously, because we cover a lot of different things on the HNC course to access course, we did a lot of, you know, we got to know about the NMC. We did a lot of the Mental Health Act and things like that, because I know I'm quite good at chatting and being good with people, really. I just thought the mental health side was probably more for me. Um, and obviously you get interact with people more. So did you consider the other fields? No, I was think, I think because I'm a, quite a good communicator, I thought mental health was more for me. I think with the mental health side as well, from my experience, obviously it doesn't take, I've always had the philosophy, sorry, it doesn't cost you anything to be nice in life. No. And I just think if you can sit with someone, especially when I was in the pub, they used to come in and they used to say to us, you know, you, you always speak to us and I thought well why wouldn't I speak to you you know it's nice to speak to people yeah. and some people who used to come in the pub I would be the only person who they had that conversation with that day and then I just got to think well if I can help someone in any way I would love to help people and obviously mental health I find a lot of it is communicating I find as well that like you're with the person longer so it enables you to build a better rapport with that person so that's basically why I went down the mental health route. Claire, what about you? Um, I started as a call handler in a crisis team in 2015. Um, no mental health background. I'd worked in a GP surgery previously, but um, I just applied for the job and I thought, oh, I'll just go for it. And then from there, I was a call handler about two years. So that's like dealing with people who are in mental health crisis ringing, um, professionals, service users, families, carers, and it just really interested us. So I just thought, oh, I'll go on further a little bit. So then I applied for a job as um, a pathway coordinator where I like line managed the call handlers in a way um, and was involved in a lot more clinical sort of work. So I was doing like 
after action reviews, meetings for repeat callers and got into doing a lot of care planning. So indirectly though, like it probably wasn't my job to be doing all of that, but it just happened. And one of the clinical nurse managers said to us, uh, Claire, I'm not having any more conversations with you clinically unless you do your nursing. So I was like, oh, (laughs) right. Well, I guess I've got no choice then. But I think I probably needed that push to get us into it. Mm -hmm. Because you don't think you can do it until someone probably tells you. Yeah. Um, And I didn't think I could. I always thought, like, I didn't really know what I wanted to do, I suppose. Yeah. So then I went to do an access course um, at Sunderland College as well. Yeah. And that was a year, but it actually was only half a year because of COVID. Because of COVID. So we just got our results given to her, which I was pleased about because I'd done well with the first half. Uh (laughs) Um, And then applied for me nursing and to be fair I probably would have done it through the trust that I was working in yeah because they offer apprenticeships but um because of COVID again they cancelled that intake so I never got the chance to apply through my trust so I already had applied through UCAS and I thought I might as well just do it I've got the place and yeah it's I mean it's flown over already three years deep I know feels like the time goes nowhere and I had a bit of experience as well in COVID because obviously Mm -hmm. the pub was still open at this time and the pub where I worked was more like a workman's club so we had a lot of old people in Mm. and I was quite concerned for some of the people so I would ring them in COVID and do you need anything do you need us to bring you anything and I thought you know it doesn't take anything to take some time out your day just to check on people because a lot of these people had no families, yeah. they had no one. And I thought, well, I'm sitting in the house. Yes, I've got a family, but I just couldn't bear the thought of anyone being on the own. Yeah, it's not nice. It's, it's, you get no. everyone's life story as well. In a well, pub, this is you? the thing as well, because I think being a barmaid used to say, you know, we'll say something to you, but we're not going mm-hmm. any further. But it was more like a family yeah. as well. You know, like we had regulars coming every single day and... There was one story, what will stick with this. And I think this is why I, I wanted to go into nursing as well, because I'm quite a caring person. And we yeah. had this person who come in, obviously quite a while ago, and he used to come in the pub every single day. And then all of a sudden he never come in. And we were saying, well, we've never seen him for a while. Like, we hope everything's okay. And then obviously we found out he passed away. Oh, that's awful. And the worst thing was that he had no one. He had yeah. no family. So I said, there's no way I can bear the thought of this person being yeah. on their own. So then I was running, ringing the civic centre. We found out he'd been in the Navy, but he still had no family. And I thought there's no way he's going to be buried on his no. own. So literally like me and another girl from the pub went to his funeral and were the only two people at his funeral. Oh, and really I just sad. think, you know, I would hate to think that anyone... Yeah. And I just think because he used to come in the pub, he was always polite. He was lovely. And yeah. I just says, you just, it doesn't take anything to it be nice. No. And you don't realise that some people have no one. Yeah. And coming in the pub, they see us as a family yeah. and they interact with us. And, you know, and you get all different people who come in, you and know. You do. But I just always used to say, never judge because at the end of the day, if they want to live their life, their life who am I to judge exactly do you know what I mean yeah. everyone's got their own story yeah. and I just think it doesn't cost anything to be nice no it literally doesn't. doesn't I've met loads of people throughout placement yeah. and work where they haven't really had any family as well I know um, and I think during COVID it was really difficult it was it's, it's it can be so heartbreaking and, and I just think the love coming in the pub because yeah. you know we used to come in and we used to they just it was like a family are you alright today and <laughs> they would, you can guarantee they would know someone in, mm-hmm. in there so coming in 
and they knew they were coming in, they knew that they would have a conversation yeah. with someone, something like in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just think, isn't that nice? Mm-hmm. Do you know, it was just, it's just nice. And I think that's what's probably made us want to go in a nursing as well, mm-hmm. because I love to care for people. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I like to make sure everyone's all right. Mm-hmm. And I think that's probably why one of the roasts. So, so do you think that experience, that, that experience, that kind of thing was the thing that kind of pushed you more towards the mental health field? Yes. Or? Uh-huh. So uh, I guess that is the question, yeah. isn't it? Why, why, you know, why did you choose that field over the years? Yeah, because I think with the mental health as well, it's, you get to be with them a lot longer so you can build that rapport up with them as well. Do you, do you Yeah, do the same I do. And I think, um, like, obviously mental health, there's so many avenues to it. Yes. Um, you're going to see a lot of really poorly people and you're going to see some people who are really new as well to services. Yes. Uh-huh. And you've got that opportunity there to make a difference. And I think that's really vital. Um, I think in terms of adult and learning disability nursing, I didn't really consider them, to be no, honest. I didn't. It might have been because I was already working in the mental health side. Yeah. Or children and young persons. Or children or and young persons. Yeah, because yeah, that was fairly new when I yeah. started at Sunderland Uni that only just because, introduced it. Yeah, I think because I've got children as yeah. well. I don't. I think it would pull at me heartstrings too much to work with children. Um, and I'm really soft-natured and I think... I don't know if that would be right for me. And the adult side, it's all the clinical side of oh, things. I know. I don't mind take like doing things, yeah. but just for some reason, I don't know why, but if I watch anything being done, especially oh. giving blood, anything like yeah. that, it makes <laughs> feels a bit sickly. And I think, and I know you have to do some clinical skills yeah, you as do. a mental health nurse, but adult, it's more often mm-hmm. than none, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Um, and I just like with the mental health side, I like how, you're with the patients a bit longer, yeah. services is a bit longer as well. Mm-hmm. And I think with mental health as well, you do a bit of all of it because yes. you get people on the wards or in their homes who are physically unwell as well. And you yeah. have to do, like you said, some of that um, clinical side of it. And you, there's children wards, there's, like children have mental health as yeah. well. So we, we do have them too, don't we? Yeah. Though I haven't been fortunate enough to like work with have children you not? yet. No, I've only did male female yeah and I haven't even worked with the LD or anything yet so it's still you know I'm still second year so yeah. hopefully you will get the opportunity yeah get the opportunity to work alongside and I think even if you haven't had the opportunity when you're on placement you can ask to go spend time other places as well yeah well I did I think because on my first year I did community placement right so I was quite fortunate that they had two places so mm-hmm. I was fortunate enough to go to both so I did physical nursing as well and the mental health side yeah. as well so it's quite interesting as it well is, like there's yeah. different things that you can branch into yeah as well. you can cross a lot of paths can't you yeah you can especially <laughs> even now I mean even though where I am now I've still got that opportunity if I wanted to go out and experience something else yeah I can do but because it's something new and I haven't done it before I'm quite enjoying being yeah. there at the moment so where was it did you say you are now rehab Yes, I'm yeah. on rehab at the moment, so it's a little different, something yeah. I'm not used to, because normally I, I've done acute, mm-hmm. but it's something new, so I want to experience it, because I still don't know what I want to do when I qualify, hopefully qualify. <laughs> when I grow up. Yes, uh-huh. I know. Uh, I'm, um, I've done a bit of a mix as well, but my yeah. management placement is completely specialised. It's on a mother and baby ward. Oh, um, that would be. I know. Yeah. Yeah. So I have done a bank shift there like years ago, but mm-hmm. I think you don't get to do as much of the nursery side, do you, when you're no. doing bank? So um, 
Yeah, so that'll be good yeah. to, to see that side yeah. as well. That's one of the things I think I'm lacking as well because obviously because I've come from a total different background mm-hmm. and then going into doing mental health yeah, and going on towards, I was quite unaware of what to expect and things like that because I've never did care work. I've mm-hmm. never did any sort of work, anything like that. My my job was in a pub. Yeah. <laughs> so going in, sometimes, you know, my first initial going on a ward, I was a bit took back. Mm-hmm. But then I think once I found my feet... You know, I enjoyed it. Yeah. But I think one of the things I will, will want to look forward to doing is maybe still on bank work just so I can Absolutely. keep keep me feet yeah. in because I find when I do placement and then I'm back to uni, I feel as though I want to be able to like, maintain them skills. Yeah. I think you get a bit apprehensive when you, you start a placement. Obviously, you don't know the staff, yeah. you don't know the patients. So um, initially, you do feel a bit anxious going on yeah. to the board that you've never been on before yeah. or if you've never seen a ward before, but like, they're just people, aren't they? Like, yeah. it's just a bit crack I when mean, you're on there. It, like, is. it is, it's good crack. One and thing I can say, you know, even in first year, I would go on the ward and I didn't know anyone, but by the time I finished, I would know every single <laughs> know. person because obviously I, know. I never shut up. <laughs> but I think that's a good thing it because is. then, you know, I get to know the healthcare, mm-hmm. I get to know the services, I get to know the staff. Mm-hmm. And it's such a nice feeling as well when that, you know, thank you. And yeah. Will you come back when yeah. you qualify? I've had that a couple of times, which boosts your, your morale, doesn't it? It yeah, makes it you does. feel good as it well. Does. There's so much like interprofessional work. And like you said, yeah. you get to meet so many different professionals. It's not just nurses, yeah. healthcare, physios, yes. uh-huh. doctors. Yeah. It's literally everyone. I know. I've been quite fortunate to actually go in, in some in meetings as well. And yeah. it's quite nice to go in yeah. the meetings and everyone at MDT meetings. Yeah. So you've got everyone there and it's nice to see them bring their mm-hmm. role to their uh, table as well. I think they really respect your opinions as well as a they student do. in a meeting. Uh-huh. Because I, w- I think I did one in my community and I was like, should I speak? Should I not? I know, you never and, know, do you? <laughs> and then I, obviously I just had an opinion yeah. and I felt, you know, having the confidence to do that mm-hmm. as well because, you know, it is quite professional. I know. But then it was nice that I did actually have the confidence to speak up. I know. Sometimes and, I sit there and I'm thinking... Oh, I might say this and then someone else says it and you think, oh, I wish, wish I'd, I'd said, said that, that now. <laughs> <laughs> that was my idea. <laughs> yeah. But like I said, you know, initially going to placements, but I think once you're there yeah, and you find your feet, I think all it takes is just to find your feet, get to know the place, get yeah. to know how it works. Mm-hmm. And then obviously by the time it comes to go, I don't want to go. No, I know. Like, it I does come to the end, doesn't it? And you yeah. think, oh, I would happily work here. Yeah. Have you had any spoke placement? No, unfortunately, no. I've had... This is my second placement of year two. So I've still got one more placement to go. Yeah. I had my spoke placement in my third placement of year two. And that was in a school. Um, It was like a school with additional sort of needs. And it it was brilliant, to be honest. I thought I would, I thought I would hate it because it's not what I've went into, but it totally was. And they could have mental health nurses there. No bother. It was brilliant. Like I loved every second of it. It was a different experience completely. Is that, I find that though, a lot of people, especially on the course, like I'll say, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do yeah. it. But then I think until you experience it, mm-hmm. you don't know. Mm-hmm. Like I always used to say about the pub, because it wasn't the ideal pub, but it was more of a workman's club, like yeah. I've already said. But I hate it when people used to say bad things about it. Because it says, until you've been in it, don't judge yeah. it. Don't just judge it by the way it looks. I know. Come in, have a drink. If you don't mm-hmm. like it, that's fair we'll enough. We all do it, don't we? You do. And I just think, you know, when you go, it'll be the same replacement. It will, and yeah. you, you could be like, oh, I'm dreading going mm-hmm. here. But until you're there and experience you it, know. you don't know. 
I have thought that about female acute. I was like, I'm not going to enjoy this at all. My second date, I was hit around the head with a wet floor sign, but it wasn't like in an yeah. aggressive way or anything. It was just like the board was just bouncing. But honestly, I absolutely loved it. Well, Honestly, my first ever placement, and like I've already said, my background's in a pub, mm-hmm. never worked in healthcare. They mm-hmm. sent me, I went to a female acute. Yeah. So I walked on the ward, not knowing what to expect. <laughs> and literally the first week I was blown away. Yeah. But then do you know what it is? After I found my feet, mm-hmm. I actually loved it. Mm-hmm. And I, that would be one of the places I probably would consider to go back to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got on so well with some of them. And yeah. There was one actual actual story, sorry. While I was there, we had, um, I mean, obviously I'm not allowed to say who yeah, or where yeah. it was for confidentiality reasons, but we had a lady come in and she was poorly. Obviously, um, she wouldn't take her medication. So right. she was obviously on section three. Yeah. And they had to administer a depot. On several occasions when nurses used to go on, I used to try and go in and just try to have yeah. a conversation with her, try to find out why she wouldn't uh, take her medication. Yeah. The physical health went in because, you know, when you go in, as admission, you always get checked over for, yeah. like, for your physical well-being as well. And um, obviously she was quite, had limited mobility. So we used to bend down to speak to her. And it, obviously whenever she wanted any, anything, I would always try and find the answers out for her or, you know, ask her if she needed anything. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I'll always remember and makes us feel really good about myself is that she, she turned around and said, Do you know what, one thing I liked about you. She says that you come down to my level to speak to us. Mm-hmm. She says you didn't speak over us. She went, you bent down mm-hmm. and you had the conversation mm-hmm. with us. And we ended up building a really good rapport. Mm-hmm. And in the end, I says, like, would you consider taking your medication? I mm-hmm. says, I can come in. I can stay with you. And in the end, she did end up having mm-hmm. it. And obviously, at the same time, I was trying to explain to her is because even though I had that good rapport, yeah. I had to make her aware that I wasn't always going to be there no. and that there was other it's staff temporary. who can do the job yeah. as well. Um, but it was just nice how she was, she sort of warmed to us. And when I was leaving, she bought us some flowers, but Aww. unfortunately we weren't allowed we to take anything. Them. So we put them in the staff room. Aww, it's and still was, nice for the ward, it isn't was, it? It was. And she was crying and Aww. I was thinking, God, I've made a difference. Yeah. I made us feel really good about myself because yeah. I just saw, you know, she was probably frightened coming in mm. and it just takes that one person it to does. go in and have a conversation. I think it just doesn't take much to have a conversation no. with someone. I think quite often it is the student that gets that opportunity as well. Yeah. Um, because you've got that you've got that time, which is a luxury. It is. Um, so having that time to spend with the patients and speak to them and get to know them, you do build up that rapport, and then you can quite often go back and in the MDT be like, so and so really likes this, and yeah. no one else in that room might even know that. Exactly, and it, it does make a difference, like you say. It does. I find when I'm on placement, I tend to be always on the floor. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I think to myself, I need to be in the office. I need to know how to do mm-hmm. this side of nursing. But I just think at the at the minute, I want to make the most of being on the floor yeah. and getting to know the patients. Yeah. Because I think if you don't know anything about the patients, how can you do exactly the yeah. nursing side? You need to have a rapport with them. Yeah. So, so linking into that kind of comes nicely to me. Last question about sort of what do you think the best bit of mental health field is? You know, if you if someone came up to you in the street and said, "I'm thinking about being a nurse, but I don't know what, which branch, which field I want to be in," what what would you tell them about mental health nursing to try and sell it? I would say seeing the difference in people. Like, I don't think I've had a placement yet or been at work yet where I haven't seen someone improve, even if it's just that tiny little significance and they haven't even realised that they've improved. Mm. You have. And I don't think there's many jobs out there where you get that satisfaction. 
Yeah, I would agree with you there. Yeah. I think, you know, going in and sometimes you can be quite fortunate that you're there when they come yeah. and you're also there when they leave. So seeing them come in the unwell, yeah. but then seeing them leave mm-hmm. and it's it's amazing feeling. And knowing that you're doing a good job, knowing that they're, they're happy to have you around mm-hmm. them as well. You know, it, it can be quite hard because some people might not want to interact no. when you initially you first go in. And I just think because... I keep mentioning the pub because I have worked, I've sort of built up a thick skin yeah. as well because, you know, working in a pub, you know, yeah. I, I've been abused, I've been this, I've been that, I've, you know, and I just think if they don't want to speak to you, you know, give them time and yeah. then go back. Yeah. But having that patience as well. I think you build up a lot of your own skills as well, yeah. um, as well as helping the patient and seeing that difference. If you're not resilient when you start, you will be when you end. Of course. Yes, you've <laughs> 100%. got that. I think you've got to have. A thick skin as well. and Yeah, you build that over time as well. I think um, there's a lot of skills to be learned within all fields of nursing, but especially in mental health, you learn a lot of communication skills, yeah. resilience, and just empowerment and seeing, seeing changes in yourself and other people. Yeah. I always think going into healthcare, one of the most important skills that you'll ever need is communication skills. 100%. If you, if you can communicate effectively. Yeah. I think you can't go wrong. Mm. I think, you know, you need to be able to communicate. Yeah. And I think that's a really good skill I have as well. Especially the listening side. Yeah. I think a lot of people just want to talk at you and sometimes that's all they need. And that's yeah. totally fine. Or they want to run at you, but yeah. that, that's fine Let as them. well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you do get days where it is quite stressful yeah. and things like that, but then the rewarding days outweigh them. 100%. Yeah. I think every job, there's difficult days, isn't yeah. there? You've just got to take the best of of a situation and if you've learned from a difficult day that in essence is is an achievement yeah I think it is because then you learn yeah you know you come back stronger mm-hmm. there's a, there's no stopping in learning even I'm due to qualify in September and I still don't know everything this you, is what I struggle with learn. as well Claire mm-hmm. in, that, do, that doesn't change no yeah, <laughs> I've qualified 17 years and still every day is a school day this is what I keep saying you know because I go into placement and things like and I'm thinking I do know things and okay. I can put them into practice. And then I think, God, I'm going into year three. I know. Should I know this? Should I know no. that? You underestimate yourself, don't you? But you, you, you'll know a lot more than you think you do. This is what people mm-hmm. keep saying, you know, more than what you think. Mm-hmm. But I just think, because I'm an overthinker as well. Mm-hmm. I always think, God, am I, am I doing a good job? Am I doing it right? But I, hopefully by... You will be. Yeah. And a lot of people say, once you qualify, you'll always... It's like learning to drive, learning, isn't uh-huh. it? Like you don't learn to drive until after you've passed your test. Yeah. And I, I think, you know, you always learn on the job yeah. and you probably learn more on the job mm-hmm. because it's impossible to know everything mm-hmm. at one time. <laughs> it is fine. <laughs> There's so much opportunities out there as well. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. You'll be fine. <laughs> yes. So it's been really great chatting to you both. Um, I think we've gained some really good insights into mental health nursing there. And I was really appreciate you kind of spending some time and chatting with me about those, as I'm sure everybody listening does. Thank you very much. If anyone's got any questions, you'd feel free to drop me an email. See you later. Thank you. Thank you.